Hello, everybody! Uh, happy Who Dat and the Go Tigers to you all, and welcome to another episode of Go to Go. We went live on Tuesday, and it was actually the most underwhelming thing I think I've ever done. So that's amazing, isn't it? So if you want to check that out, the link to that is in the description. That's right, I've sold it so well, because how can it be so underwhelming? Well, you'll just have to find out, and of course, you can also find in the description that, uh, that fundraiser thingy for Hurricane Ida relief. Still doing that. It's still the month of September. Um, yeah. So, how about we get into things? Why don't we? And of course, as we always do, we start off with the previous week's games. Because, you know, well, they happened. Yup. And, uh... Yeah, let's get into the previous week of football. Now, I believe, and in fact I know, I did a little bit better over this past week. Instead of going 8-8, eight and eight, I went 10-6. and six. Let's go through these. Got the Washington game correct. That Washington-New York Giants game was stupid. That game was just stupid. That game was pure and utter stupidity. Like, really? Really? Dear, I believe it's Evan Ingram. Hands, use them. Also, dear Daniel Jones, don't overthrow your guy. That's on both of them. But still, bruh, you can't, you cannot drop that. It's right in your hands. I mean, I know you were trying to make a play on it, but bro, you can't drop those. And then, of course, the jumping off sides. I don't care if you don't think it was off sides. It looked off sides. It looked very close to being offsides, and they flagged you for it. Don't be stupid. Just don't be stupid. Unfortunately, stupidity has put the Giants at 0-2 for the fifth straight year. The Giants have won 18 games since the infamous boat picture, and I don't know if that's any sort of sign of the impending giant apocalypse. Then you have the Browns beating the Texans. Is there really much to say? Oh, wait. I know what to say. David Culley is an absolute and utter idiot and should be fired immediately. He accepted a penalty that was on a third and, I believe, ten. He accepts it, gets to a fourth and two, and then punts. Dude, Rich Kotite did this. You do not want to repeat the mistakes of Rich Kotite. That is all. Also... Um, Terod Taylor is out. Davis Mills is in. We know what happened the last time this happened. Justin Herbert happened. The time before that, it was Baker Mayfield. The time before that, I don't even think there was a time before that. Oh, wait, no! It was Nathan Peterman because of a stupid power move. That made so much sense, Bills! Yeah. Speaking of things that made no sense, my picking the Dolphins to beat the Bills. Boy, was I wrong about that one. Yep, never, ever go with your gut if you're an idiot. Like me. I'm an idiot. Boy, did the Bills do well. And of course, in things that can only make me feel worse, Tua is out. He's got a rib injury. It's time for over-glorified third stringer, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how well that goes, but I'll talk about that later. Then you have the Patriots and the Jets. Zach Wilson got destroyed. What did you expect from Bill Belichick? Four picks. Two on his first two attempts in the game. 
this is just nah that that game was bad and then the fact that it was 25 to 6 I just don't feel like that's good. That's also not a good sign, by the way, for the Patriots that they only put up 25 points. Like, really, guys? You got to do better than this. Then the 49ers beat the Eagles by six. Bro, what? Bro, what? Just what? What are you doing? What has happened to your running back? Oh, all of them are injured? Why? This is my question about the 49ers. Like, how are they... This is a team that runs the ball a lot. And it's like, so who are your running backs? No, seriously, who are your running backs? I need to know who your running backs are. Because I don't know who they are. Do you know who they are? They're all injured. A team that is primarily known for running the football has a bunch of injuries. This can only be a good sign. Speaking of things that can only be a good sign, the Raiders are... 2-0. 2-0. They beat the Steelers. What? Derek Carr looks good. Cool. Deontay Johnson is injured after a completely meaningless play at the end of the game. Who is your offensive core? Oh, Matt Canada. Okay. Man, Matt Canada has never, ever gotten in any sort of flack for, you know, player endangerment. Oh yeah, I went there. We can talk about the Maryland situation, but I'm not that well versed in it, so let's not. Um Yeah. So. Um Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I'll talk about that later. Are you kidding me? Really? Are you kidding me? Okay, so that's going to be for the college segment, so you can tell this is some LSU news. I'll just say it has to do with the status of one of our defensive backs. Yep, not good. Speaking of things that weren't good, I told you the Panthers were going to beat the Saints. I told you the Panthers were going to beat the Saints. I didn't expect it to be that bad, but holy crap did the Panthers beat the Saints. Look, I've realized something, and that's I can't hate the Panthers. I actually like the Panthers. I know it feels wrong, but like I don't hate this football team. They're fun to watch. Besides Jeremy Chin, Hassan Reddick, dear the Cardinals, did you think getting rid of Hassan Reddick was a good move? Or did you have to get rid of Hassan Reddick? Because he's a damn good pass rusher. Trust me, I I know far too well. Offensive line for the Saints. Um, Could you have played any worse? My God. There were either missed assignments or just bad assignments. I've talked about this, but Cesar Ruiz on one block where basically it's that play action that gets blown up literally as the ball is faked. Cesar Ruiz outplaying at his more native position, the position he's played more frequently in the NFL, guard, because we have Austin Ryder in as center. Uh, just He goes in for a double-team block on one guy, not realizing, hey, there's another guy, and he's coming in. I don't know who to blame that on. I genuinely don't know who to blame this on. Is it on the coaches, or the lack thereof? Or is it on you for not picking it up? We couldn't pick up a blitz to save our lives. We had 128 total yards. We haven't had that few yards since 2001. 
Technically, it was the year 2002. We got shut out by the 49ers in that game. Yeah, it wasn't a good game. That game slammed shut our playoff window. So, uh, yeah. Broncos beat the Jaguars. Okay, the Jaguars are genuinely one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Urban Meyer puts out this statement of, Oh my god, guys, don't worry, we'll get it back on track. And it's like, this team hasn't won a game in over a year. This team has won, has lost 17 consecutive games. Yeah. Um, yeah, by the way, Broncos, 2-0. They got the easiest start to their schedule. They're going to go 3-0, but they're not bad. Teddy Two Gloves is, uh, he's looking good out there. He, he, I'd say this, and I think everybody knows this. Teddy Bridgewater is the most unhateable quarterback because of all the shit he's gone through, and it's, like, kind of awesome to see him continue to do this. I am very happy to see him do this, and, like, I'm totally pulling for him. Especially because we don't play them this year. Hooray! The Rams beat the Colts. Okay, so Rams, I'm going to need you to understand something real quick. You're not supposed to snap the ball into the up man. I know that's a difficult thing to learn. You don't snap the ball into the up man. So my question is, is that on the long snapper or is that on the up man for being out of position? One of you two is an idiot. At least one of you two is an idiot. It's possible both of you are idiots. How do you make this simple a mistake? But of course, it allowed for some NFL history. That's right, the player who recovered that uh, touchdown, whose name is completely escaping me right now. Give me three seconds because I can pull it up. Ashton Doolin, he went to Malone University, which no longer has a football program, but did when he graduated. And then it dropped it immediately after he graduated. I don't believe he's the reason, though. They've said it was for restructuring purposes. We can never be too sure, though. It could be that he was the whole reason that they kept that football program. But he scored a touchdown. And he's the first player from Malone University to score points, let alone a touchdown, in an NFL game. Also, according to Pro Football Reference, he's the only player from, uh... You know... Uh, Malone, excuse me, Malone, to ever play in an NFL game. So yeah, there's that. Then, boy was I wrong about the Bengals. It turns out, no, they're not beating the Bears. Bears beat the crap out of them. Also, Joe Burrow threw three straight picks on three straight attempts. What? But then Andy Dalton went out, and Justin Fields came in, and Justin Fields also played like trash. Oh well, it's not like you have to start Justin Fields and... Oh, you're... Oh, you're doomed. Oh, you are so doomed. I'm sorry, but behind that O-line? Behind that O-line? Really? Really. Just, no. Um, so yeah, there's that. Then, the Cardinals beat the Vikings. Gus Johnson called his first NFL game in over, er, in a very long time, and... God, yes, they gave him the right one. Okay, Gus Johnson needs to be calling nationally televised games. He needs to be calling nationally televised games. Please and thank you. Um, so this game was weird. I didn't get to see it because it wasn't the national game. Seriously, you 
you guys wasted so much of an opportunity. Um, Cardinals won. You know how the Cardinals won? Because the Vikings can't kick. So you missed an extra point. Cool. Then, Mike Zimmer, in his infinite wisdom, decides to play conservative at the end of the game and kick a field goal, not remembering the fact that this has not worked out for him before in the past. Dude, you've got 20 seconds. That is more than enough time to take three shots to the end zone. What are you doing? And by the way, yes, I am about to get on another team for doing the same thing. What are you doing? And boom, it doesn't work. Congratulations. Then we have the Buccaneers beating the Falcons, which I also had. I'll tell you when I miss them. Uh, the Bucks beat the Falcons. Are the Falcons really as bad as I think they are? Oh, no, that's not me smiling at that idea. Are the Falcons as bad as I think they are? They have now set a new franchise record for points allowed in two games with 80. This breaks the previous record of 78 set by the 2020 Atlanta Falcons. Granted, 12 of those points are not necessarily their defense... I mean... I say 12 of those points. If you do fantasy scoring, you know that those 12 didn't count towards what the Falcons' defense gave up. Defense slash special teams. Anyway, because Matt Ryan threw two picks to Mike Joseph. So Mike Joseph has more touchdown receptions from Matt Ryan than any Atlanta Falcon. This stat is hilarious. Um, Seriously, are the Falcons as bad as I think they are? Now, the fact that they managed to claw their way back into this game is... I don't even know what the hell that says about the Bucs. Like, honestly, are the Bucs trying at this point? Are they trying to make every game stupidly tight for no reason before they finally remember, oh, wait, that's right, we're the Bucs. And we have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and God. Yeah, like... Yeah. What, what is it with you? See, this is why I didn't necessarily have faith in the Bucs being the greatest team. It's that... They can do weird things. You can throw the ball on them. I've heard people very surprised that you can throw the ball in the Bucks, And I'm like, what? I'm sorry, I'm a Saints fan. Yeah, you can throw the ball in the Bucks. But didn't y'all throw three picks? Yeah, because Breeze's noodle alarm was out there doing stupid things, and two of those were missed. Two of those weren't Breeze's fault. Two of those passes weren't Breeze's fault. The first pick was. The second one, you blame that on Kamara for streaking up on the route. The third one... Uh, Jared, Jared Cement Hands Cook decides, eh, whoop, miss. He also fumbled in that game. I always forget his fumble. Because I have to forget that game. Still, the Bucks didn't have a great pass defense. They were bailed out by their pass rush. That's one of my things. They were bailed out by their pass rush. Their pass defense wasn't that good. I don't even think it was top 10. Or it was barely inside the top 10. Their run defense was the top was tops in the league. Their pass defense was like top 15, if I recall correctly. You could throw on the Bucs. Their secondary is the weakest link in that defense. Their pass rush is keeping them together. That's one of my things. If a team has a staunch run game, then it's not going to work against the Bucs if that's all they got. But if you can throw the ball deep on them, and you can protect the quarterback, well then, by golly, you're going to be able to win. Who do they play this week? We'll talk about why I think that this is going to be a good game. Then, I have another game that I missed. The Chargers and the Cowboys. So, this is an example of getting bailed out by your kicker. 
and by another team's kicker. First of all, Chargers, can we talk about how you don't know anything about preventing yourself from getting flagged? 12 flags, 9 offensive, are you kidding me? Now, one of those was, I'm going to punch you, refereeing stupidity. I don't blame the ref for throwing the flag. I blame the NFL for making the emphasis on it. Oh, by the way, they actually threw two flags for taunting. It's just that the other one was picked up because of an illegal shift. Or illegal motion. Either way, it was on the Chargers. Um, yeah, it was stupid. So, yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys, let's talk here. Um, I don't like you very much, but McCarthy, Mike, bro, you have about 50 seconds in the game. You're at like the 40-something yard line. Go and throw out routes. Throw out routes. For the love of everything that is football, throw an out route to the outside. You know this. I know this. That's what you do in those situations. You're lucky Greg Zerline showed up. Okay? You're lucky he showed up. Then, so the Titans beat the Seahawks. Seahawks, what happened to your run defense? What happened to your run defense? You literally, I literally said that that was the reason why the Seahawks were going to win. And then they just completely forgot about him. So, I don't know what to say. I genuinely don't know what to say. Russ cooking is one thing. Boom. Oh, by the way, refs. Refs! Refs, this game should have ended 30, uh, th- this game should have ended, uh, 32 to 30, th- this game should have ended 32 to 30, uh, cause there is no way Russell Wilson got out of that end zone, but okay, then we have the Chiefs and the Ravens, yeah, I got this one wrong, I think a lot of people got this one wrong, so, let's talk about this, um, run defense, what even is that, Chiefs? What's happening with your run defense? Couldn't do anything. In fact, defense was kind of lost in this entire game. Speaking of lost, Clyde, um, bro, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, just that fumble was horrible. Your play has not been good. You've had 31 carries. I'm not pissed off at you because you're on my fantasy team. No, why would I ever have that reason? He was my second round pick, not my first. But still, like, balls, like, nobody's gonna trade for him. (laughs) Man. I mean, at least I have... Who do I have on there? A Buffalo running back. That's decent. I'm going to lose this week. It's not going to be fun. I won this past week. It was awesome. Anyway, yeah. There was a pick six. The Chiefs had a pick six. Hooray! Because Lamar Jackson decided to throw two absolutely terrible passes. If he doesn't throw those, this game is not the same. But he did. Also, the weirdest touchdown of the year by far is the fumble at the one-yard line picked up and then run in by a run... Uh, the running back fumbles, and then a wide receiver just brings it into the end zone. Like, wee! And then finally, the Packers beat the... Uh... Oh, did I get it on the nose? No, I didn't. Oh, I was so close. So, I always have to choose the number of total points in the uh, Monday night game. I chose 51. The game was 52. Oh, was I good. Packers beat the Lions. Now, the Lions looked good in the first half. Jared Goff had time to throw. Kevin King. If anybody wants to make a toaster where it burns into the toast Kevin King's face, you would be able to sell that to a lot of Packers fans. Because that would be hilarious. But I know there are toasters that you can actually do a digital image onto the toast, so you don't even need to bother with one that's so specific. 
just buy one of those if you're weird that way, I guess. But yeah, Kevin King is not a good cornerback. Um, I don't really need to say why, because we all know why. Uh, Stokes. I'm going to screw his name up, aren't I? It's Derek Stokes, I think. Eric Stokes, excuse me. He's a good cornerback. He goes fast, and uh, yeah, Packers, they look good. They stepped it up in the second half. So now let's go on to my predictions for this week. In football, my um, eliminator prediction, by the way, the Cardinals, because they're playing the Jaguars. The Jaguars aren't going to win a game this year, are they? They'll probably win a game, but it'll be a random one. Um, Yeah, so starting with the Panthers and the... The Panthers and the and the Texans. Yeah. So the Panthers are going to win this game by like 10, right? Okay. The spread on the game is like 8.5. So I think the Panthers win this because the... I mean, unless the random curse... Apparently, rookies making their first start on Thursday Night Football are 5-1 and one in like the past six games. They're 5-1. and one. What? It's going to be 5-2. and two. Um, Davis... Davis Mills is really going to be sticking his neck out for this one uh, if he wants to win. <sighs> I have no qualms with making that joke. Um, look, the Panthers look damn good against the Saints. Again, I'm really high on them. I've been really high on them since before the season. Like, y'all, I'm not aboard any sort of freaking hype train. Although, by God, I need this team to collapse. I'm just saying I don't like the Panthers. Also, my opponent has Christian McCaffrey. So I'm doomed. I have DJ Moore, though. Maybe just throw the ball to DJ Moore a lot. They won't cover him. Please? Just throw the ball to DJ Moore? Keep Christian McCaffrey off the ball? I'm just saying. Um, The Bills and the football team. So the Bills should win this game pretty easily. I'm sorry. I don't believe in Taylor Heine. Um, Look, the game against the Giants was one thing. But, like, it's the Giants. Like... Mm. The Bills have so much better. They're a much better defense. They're a much better offense. Everything, they're better. Now, I'm looking at all of these. By the way, a lot of these I picked not are not upsets, so I'm going to be wrong on several of these. Browns over the Bears. Look, the Browns have a competent run game. Better than the Bengals. I'm just saying, like, that's one of the reasons I don't know if the Bears are great at stopping the run. Not only that, but, like, Browns have a better defense. And should be noted that it was a 20-17 to victory, but uh, Burrow threw a pick six. So it's not like the offense did much to help y'all. That's the problem. Um, yeah. If the Ravens lose to the Lions, there's going to be a lot of problems. Look, how can I put this? The Lions are not a good football team. They'll probably have a top seven pick in the draft. They're going to have a top seven pick in the draft. The Ravens are good. That one loss, it's to the Chiefs. Like, what? what are you supposed to hate on them for losing to the Chiefs? It's like hating for losing to Bama. I guess that's a really good comparison. Um... Yeah, Urban Meyer reference there. Cool. Then we've got the Titans and the Colts, and a lot of people are picking the Titans. 
I'm picking the Titans, though I believe this is going to be a weird game, just because Titans Colts is always a weird game. At least it was last year. Um, I think the Titans are getting into their flow. It's Derrick Henry versus a divisional opponent, and so that means that if you have Derrick Henry on your fantasy team, he probably will have fewer points than last time, but that's because Derrick Henry had like 40 fantasy points. So it was kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, Titans defense. Okay, let's pretend I didn't say that. Um, because what defense? <laughs> How is Mike Vrabel seriously coaching a team with no defense? Like, seriously, this team has so many defensive problems, and it's Mike Vrabel. Okay, okay. Just just being fun with the run. Lol, Derrick Henry. Chiefs versus Chargers. I think the Chiefs will win this game. I think it'll be a close game, though. I do believe it's going to be a close game. It's not like Justin Herbert's a good quarterback or anything. Um, That game against the, the uh, Cowboys. Holy crap. The Chargers kept shooting themselves in the foot, leg, and eventually groin to lose themselves that game. From the pick in the end zone to the flags, the Chargers lost that game. The Cowboys did not win it. That was on the Chargers for that game, that whole performance. They missed a field goal, which would have been huge for them. Uh... Again, a red zone pick. The flags. Offensive, by the way. It's nine offensive penalties. You're killing yourself. There. There's a difference. Like, that means only three defensive penalties. You're pulling yourself back off of big plays. If they can eliminate that, then maybe they'll beat them. That's what I have to say about that. Skip the Patriots and Saints. That's for tomorrow. Giants-Falcons. Now, I actually got the New York Giants winning this game. Here's why. So, this is a this is a horrible game. This is just a horrible game in general. The Falcons are bad. The Giants are... Ugh. But the Falcons make me puke. I'm kidding. They make me laugh and enjoy my life. Because the Falcons are losing, and it's so beautiful. Man. Hey, Falcons. How's it feel to be the worst team in the NFC South? Oh, I get it. You're used to that. Um, yeah. Falcons are bad. The Falcons are really bad. <sighs> they are dreadful. Remember when I said they shouldn't have drafted Kyle Pitts and instead drafted Patrick Sertan and they didn't? Who's looking like he was right? I'm just saying, guys. This team needed defense more than they needed offense. I watched them twice a year. I watched them give up a 98-yard touchdown to Ronald Jones. What the hell do you... This team needed defense. It did not address it. The Panthers have needed defense. They keep addressing it. Then they finally drafted an offensive guy, and, well, they didn't really throw to him, so that's the thing. Bengals and Steelers. The Steelers are just a much better team here. I don't care they lost to the Raiders. The Raiders always give the Steelers a lot of trouble. I don't know what it is. Maybe Al Davis put some curse on the Steelers. You know, after all that playoff shit in the 1970s, it's like, and now your lives are going to be miserable playing my team forever. Bruce Gradkowski. I know I just triggered a lot of Steelers fans. Um... But I don't think it's going to be kind of like that. So Big Ben doesn't have time to throw the ball because he's basically become Big Ben, the clock, because he just stands there. Um, He's getting banged up. 
Granted, not as banged up as Deontay Johnson on a play that never should have happened. Oh my god, I'm going to get pissed off at your coaching staff for that and for good reason. Anyway, back to me harping on about the Steelers. Um, the Steelers are just the better football team. They have the better defense. Ugh, I just don't know about the Bengals' pass rush. And I haven't gotten a chance to see the Bengals' pass rush, so give me a break on that one. They don't play us this year. Oh, wait, I have seen the Bengals' pass rush. It was week one. It doesn't count. Um, and it was against the Vikings, and the Vikings are bad. Anyway... The Cardinals, they're going to beat the Jaguars. I don't know if I need to go into anything on this. It's because the Cardinals are a football team and the Jaguars technically are. Urban Meyer is going to leave next year. I just have a gut feeling. Like, it's so bad. It's almost as if this was a bad idea. Man, who saw this coming? Seriously? Urban Meyer was a stupid hire. It never made any sense. Yeah, hire the television analyst. Look, Steve Kerr is the anomaly in all of this. But as a Pelicans fan, I can 100% tell you that it did not go well when we decided to hire the television analyst. Don't hire television analysts. Unless you want to make them your GM and then actually win yourself a Super Bowl. Damn you, Bucks. Sorry, or was it the 49ers? In which case you lost a Super Bowl. Ha 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 ha. Anyway. Yeah, it was the 49ers. I'm an idiot. Anyway, back to the football predictions. Broncos. Broncos will be 3-0. They'll beat the Jets. The Jets are garbage. Did 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 anyone look at how bad Zach Wilson played? Cool. Okay. The Raiders will beat the Dolphins. Oh, yes. Look, it's Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett isn't that good a quarterback. I know. It's so shocking. Jacoby Brissett isn't that good a quarterback. Look, he, he's serviceable, but, like, no. Also, please, please, for the love of God, let me have Josh Jacobs this week. I need him for my fantasy team. I'm just saying. Then, Rams over Bucks. Here's the thing. So, I think the Rams are the best team in the NFC. I think coming into this year, I think the Rams are the best team coming uh, in the NFC. In fact, I put them at number one. The Rams have the most explosive offense in the conference. They do. They just do. Sean McVay plus Matt Stafford equals... You get what I'm trying to say there. Bombs, touchdowns, points, the thing. Cha-ching, ba-bing. Yeah, they don't have their best running back. Does it even matter when you throw the ball for a bajillion yards? And they can throw the ball and, most importantly, protect the quarterback. They're pretty good at that. I think they made some investments in their O-line. Um, plus, Matt Stafford has already dealt with enough crappy O-lines in Detroit to, you know, deal with whatever the Bucks throw at him. Especially because I think they played each other last year. They did. They did. So that'll be interesting. I think the Rams will win it. Then, in a battle of the 0-2s, it's the Seahawks and the Vikings. Because, you know, everyone thought that the Seahawks and Vikings would both be 0-2. What the hell? Or, anyway, I'm sorry. The Seahawks have a win. They beat the Colts. Excuse me while I go punch myself in the face. But, you know, I don't think anybody really expected the Seahawks to lose that game the way they did. 
The Vikings, I think everyone expected them to lose the game in exactly the fashion they did, just because, you know, a missed field goal. <gasps> the Vikings have never missed a clutch field goal. Yeah. It was a chip shot. I can't believe he missed it. I can't believe that the Vikings can't get kickers. Anyway, Mike Zimmer, you really should not have played for that field goal. And that's why I believe that Mike Zimmer's coaching is one of the reasons, and the fact that the Seahawks are pissed. Uh, they're going to beat the Vikings. Also, the Vikings are not a good team. The Vikings are just not a good football team. I got a good friend who says that has made the take that the Vikings will be 0-6. I mean, that seems difficult, but I'm not sure the Vikings' schedule. That could easily happen. Packers are playing the 49ers on Sunday night football. Look, I get the Packers beating the 49ers for one reason and one reason only. The 49ers don't have running backs. Where are they? Why are they injured? Please, get them off of your stupid field. Fix it. Fix your field. It's garbage. Just saying. It's garbage. It's been garbage for five years. Remember when everyone was complaining about the Super Bowl 50 turf? Why is it? Is it the same? I mean, I know they probably replaced it, but it's like, is it the same sod? I'm just asking. These are very reasonable questions. Then, in the Monday Night Football game, we have the Cowboys beating the Eagles. Look, I'm sorry, Eagles fans and everyone who actually likes things, but the Cowboys are just a good team. They're a very good team. They will win 10 games. Maybe. I mean, I don't even know if they make the playoffs. I think I literally had them 50-50 with the Panthers. It's either the Panthers or the Cowboys. And I'll probably be wrong about both of them. But yeah. So, that is all from the world of professional football. What does that mean? It means it's time to move on to college stuff. That's right, everybody. It's time to move on to college. So, what was I talking about? What was that thing I'm talking about? Derek Stingley's not going to be playing on Saturday. God damn it. Why? Why? Oh my. USC quarterback Jackson Dart suffered a meniscus injury against Wazoo. And, uh, yeah, alrighty. We're not gonna have our, uh, running backs coach. I'm not shocked by that. Like, 100%. And two guys for the Texans are out. By the way, uh, Dwight McLaughlin is back. He is a defensive back, so that's good. Jay Ward could also move from safety to corner. We're playing Mississippi State. Please, for the love of God, do not have... Oh, wait, that's right. It's not on my picks. So, let's look at my week three picks. I actually broke my whole 50s uh, streak, and I got all but three. Uh, so, let's talk about these games. Oklahoma beat Nebraska. How the hell did you nearly win? Let me rephrase that. Nebraska lost this game. Nebraska lost this game. So Nebraska gives up a defensive two-point conversion on a blocked extra point because they're stupid. Uh, they also miss a field goal, I think, have it blocked. Who is their kicker again? Connor Culp. Oh. Where do I remember that name from? He was on the 2019 National Championship team. He was on our National Championship team. He was the backup kicker. I remember him kicking balls in my face. That really didn't come off right. That really didn't come off right. Basically, they do the field goal kicks into where I would sit. And so, yeah, that happened. I never got struck by one, but I nearly did. 
It's a really interesting uh, experience. You should... No, wait, you should never do it. Ever. It's not fun. Cincinnati beat Indiana. Oh my goodness gracious, that was a good game. Oh, that was such a good game to watch. I am so thankful that game was at 11 a.m. I thought I was not going to be able to watch it. Um, yeah. Cincinnati, baby. Cincinnati. Oh, they were down 14 nothing, and then they clawed their way back into it. Because they're Bearcats. Um, and also, because this team is so good to watch. They're so nice to watch. I, I love Cincinnati. They're such a good story. God, I hate the fact that their defensive coordinator guy went to Notre Dame. I'm not pissed off at that. I was hoping we could get him. Then, you got Coastal beating Buffalo. Coastal Carolina won 28-25 in a squeaker. Ooh. Coastal is a good team. Seriously, Coastal is a very good football team. They should be given a cool bowl. This is my opinion. And it is fun. It's fun that there are three group of fives that are actually pretty decent. And then the one of the games I missed. So, I didn't realize this, but Virginia Tech was actually not the favorite against West Virginia. West Virginia was three-point favorites. West Virginia won by six, so... If you took them with the points, you won your bet. I hate you. Oh, wait, I can't bet. I'm not 21. Hooray for Louisiana uh, gambling restrictions. Once I turn 21, oh, you bet I'm going to be betting on A-Sun basketball games or some stupid thing. I don't know what it is going to be, but it's going to be funny. Honestly, no, we're not going to do that. Well, we're not going to do that. What we are going to do is we are going to say that Virginia Tech nearly came back to win it, and then they blew it. Michigan State beat Miami. Oh, what's that? Miami's overrated? Who could have told you that? Who could have told you that? Miami's overrated. Again, they barely squeaked by App State. And no disrespect to App State. Seriously, none. Like, I really like you guys. I predicted them to beat Marshall tonight. Please do it. Um, yeah. Alabama. Holy cow, Florida. I have to commend Florida. Florida's a damn good team this year. Which is why I'm scared that they're going to murder us. Um, because they're going to murder us. They're going to beat the crap out of us. So, Bama jumped out to a 21-3 lead in the first quarter. They did not do much after that. Uh, the Gators won the last three. Like, Alabama outscored them in the first. The Gators outscored them in the second, third, and fourth. The Gators lost by two points. They missed a two-point conversion. Basically, from what I heard, I didn't get to see it. Because uh, I was too busy being in Tiger Stadium. Um, there was apparently a read option. Florida ran a read option. And Alabama didn't bite on it. They literally rushed it so heavily that there was no read. The only read was, you're losing this game. Then, Utah, San Diego State. So, the Utes are bad. Real bad. Do we need to have a discussion about how bad the Pac-12 is? Do we? Because I didn't get to talk, because I'll talk about it after this. Um, San Diego State is okay, but like, Utah, what the hell happened to you? Whatever. Penn State beat Auburn in a game that can only be described as the... Apparently, you missed a down? How do you just steal a down from someone? Oh, well. Then we have Oklahoma State beating Boise State by one point. Meh. That was a good game, though. Uh, apparently, it was a really good game. Uh, also, the locker room, the visitor's locker room, was really clean. So, that's cool. I don't know. That seems like a good culture down there. Too bad Mike Gundy can't get them to win. Uh, 
They're 3-0, actually, but their games are unnecessarily close. Then, I had BYU over Arizona State. What it do, baby? What it do? Yeah, I just don't believe in Herm Edwards. I'm sorry, but, like, I don't believe in Herm Edwards. Maybe it's because of the recruiting violations. I don't know. Also, Auburn versus Penn State. I had it as a 46-point game. It was a 48-point game. How am I this lucky? Okay, let's just not even talk about how good I am at this. Um, yeah, let's instead talk about my picks for the games. And we will not talk about the LSU game pick, because of course not. So, here they are. I got Notre Dame beating Wisconsin. Look, I really didn't care about either one of these because I haven't watched any Notre Dame or Wisconsin. Well, actually, I have watched Wisconsin. Who the hell am I kidding? I haven't watched any Notre Dame. I just think Notre Dame might be the better team. Something, something, something. Texas is going to be Texas Tech. Here's why. Texas Tech is just ooh this year. Yes, that is the way I'm calling them. They're ooh. Like, just, I don't know if they're bad or just so yeah, Iowa State's going to beat Baylor, presumably by 20. Uh, Baylor's a bad team. I'm sorry, Dave Aranda can't coach them at all. I don't know what their problem is. They're just not a good team. Iowa State is still a quality opponent, which I know is a crazy thing. Imagine saying that about Iowa State-Baylor like five years ago. It's <laughs> Uh, actually, weren't they both in the adult? I'm not even going to look it up right now because i got no time for that. Um, and instead, I've got time to tell you that I believe that Arkansas is going to be A&M. Oh, yeah, I'm picking the upset. Here's why. Number one, I genuinely don't know what the hell has happened with Arkansas. Arkansas has really surprised me. You may know this because I picked them to finish last in the SEC West. <laughs> Yeah, I think I know who's going to end up in the basement of the SEC West now, but you know, I'm just going to I'm just not going to say anything about uh that team until tomorrow because that's when I talk about them. Yay. Um but yeah. So, anyway, it's the fact that I think Maybe Arkansas is riding a lot of momentum right now. I really don't know. I just picked 50-50. I haven't watched Arkansas this year. I haven't had time to, I don't know, watch. I didn't watch the the uh, Texas game because I was too busy in Tiger Stadium. I'm going to have more time this weekend, though, because LSU plays Mississippi State at 11 a.m., which is awesome. Yeah. Then I got Michigan over Rutgers. Look, Rutgers is 3-0 and hasn't committed a turnover. Michigan is also 3-0 and has not committed a turnover. One of these two things will not be true afterward. Well, actually, no. One of those four things will not be true afterward. Because either Rutgers will win or Michigan will win. But I think Michigan's going to win. Look, I just think they're an overall better team. Michigan looks legit-ish. I'm saying ish because it's Michigan and we all know how well that goes. Um... Then there's Memphis versus UTSA. I'm picking an upset. I'm picking the uh, Roadrunners to beat the Tigers. Here's why. So, I don't know anything about the Roadrunners, but the fact that they were only 5-point underdogs against Illinois is a sign of something. I mean, it's a sign of something, right? Right, guys? Right? It has to be something. 
Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, then, I've got UCLA beating Stanford. This brings me into, oh my god, did you see the ending to that Fresno State game? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, I got to watch it mainly because I found a stream of it. Um, Holy crap, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was such a cool ending. I mean, seriously. Like, dude is... Are you kidding me? Hold on. Yeah. Dude is just grabbing his leg and like, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was, it was such an awesome victory. Yeah. Now Fresno State is ranked. Ranked Fresno State. The cowards did. Then we have Oklahoma State. They're playing Kansas State. I do not believe in ranked Kansas State. Seriously, how did they get ranked? What, what has Kansas State done to get ranked? What has Oklahoma State done to get ranked? Nothing. That's why they're not ranked. I think that they're just overall a tiny bit better. I think it's a tiny bit. Um, although I've seen none of them, and the only other reason I'm doing this is because for most of these predictions, it's just a complete shot in the dark. I'm not even kidding. It's a shot in the dark. Oklahoma over West Virginia is not a shot in the dark. That's not a shot in the dark. Oklahoma's just a better team. Do I believe they're overrated? Yes. Yeah. But West Virginia is not on their level. And finally, USC over Oregon State. Did I mention overrated teams? Because it's USC in, like, almost every instance. Oregon State is not going to beat them. Because they're... Well, because they're Oregon State... I don't think we really need to explain much more, except that it's Oregon State. Like... They're not that good at football. So, yeah. Before we move on to the underdog pick'em, I just need to talk about something. I went to a to a soccer game on on a Friday night, and it was awesome. And we won. And now we're number five in the country. And we're playing Ole Miss right now as I'm recording this. So I just turned on notifications. So that's fun. Um. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um. So. That was an awesome experience. I got a scarf. It was cool and loud. And we, like, had... There were 3,000 people at the game. I'm not even joking. The pitch conditions were dreadful. But we won 2-0. Thank you, Mississippi State, for giving us an extra goal. They 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 scored an own goal. It was funny. Anyway, let's talk about this underdog pick So, underdog pick I was perfect on my picks in the sense that I got all three. So, I got my maximum of, so I picked Fresno State, 11 points, the two from Kansas State over Nevada, and the six from Michigan State. So, that's 11 plus two. I got my 19 points, but the maximum number of points is, so you could have gotten 15 from Western Michigan over Pitt, 14 from Colorado State beat Toledo, and 11. So, 15 plus 14 is 29 plus 11. You could have had 50 points. But let's look at this week's lines to see what it's going to be. I always love to do these off the cusp and live on the recording. Um, Yeah, and then after this, we'll just wrap this whole thingy up. So, let's look at all these lines. Ooh, that's a lot of lines. We got, of course, Vanderbilt. And Georgia, that's a 34-point line. UMass is 36-point underdogs to Coastal Carolina. How much is UConn an underdog? 
Only 29 to... Okay, that's Wyoming. Fine. Uh, let's see. Are there any other 30-plus dogs? Oh, there are 40s. Oh, God. There are 40 dogs. That's right. Okay. Akron is a 49-point underdog to Ohio State. Southern Miss is a 45-point underdog to Alabama. And Oregon's got 28 on uh, Arizona. So the maximum number of points you could receive this week if you picked Akron and Southern Miss and UMass, you would be an absolutely insane person. Uh, 49 plus 45 is... So you'd have 94 with just two of them. 94 plus 36, you'd have 130 points. None of those are happening. What do I think is going to happen? Well, I have to pick the ones that I already said were going to be upsets. So, for example, three points for Texas, uh, for UTSA over Memphis. Uh, where's Oklahoma State and Kansas State? Kansas State is six-point dog, so that's actually not that bad. Um, where's Arkansas A&M? Arkansas's five-point dogs. Ooh. Always got to pick those. And then I won't be picking Notre Dame and Wisconsin because I think Wisconsin's the favorite in that game. And I need to pick my bigger dog. Where is that? Is it even on here? I'm not even joking. Is it even on here? Okay, maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe it's not even got a line. Maybe it's a pick em. Who knows? It's time to look for our 10 dog. Where we find the team that is a 10 plus point underdog that I think might win. Um, Illinois is not beating Purdue. Florida State's really only a two point dog against uh, Louisville. Okay, fine, it's at home. NC State's 10. No. Tulsa's going to beat ASU. That's Arkansas State. Um,. 11 for Georgia Tech against North Carolina. New Mexico State's not winning that game. Colorado's playing Arizona State. They're 14 point under. You know, I know this sounds crazy, but I think Colorado could do it. Let's go with it. Screw it. Let's go with it. So that's 22 possible points. Three from UTSA beating Memphis. Five from Arkansas beating Texas A&M. And 14 from Colorado beating Arizona. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of Goal to Go. Don't forget to check out the kickoff show tomorrow. Where we'll break down the upcoming Saints and LSU games. I think it's going to be easier to transition from Saints game to LSU. So we're going to do that. Um, But yeah. So, if you want to find me on Twitter, find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P-O-R-T-S. I've been Ben Schluter. This has been Goal to Go. Hope you have a fantastic week. Until next time. Bye-bye.